Hi, welcome back to Fresh Media Presents Podcast. This is Series 4, Episode 4. As always, you're joined by myself, Christian, and my co-host next to me is Paris. How you been? We're good, man. Good, good, good. And we're obviously joined with a special guest named Andre, and he's a filmmaker. How you doing, Andre? Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Not How's too it bad, everyone. Good, good, good. Anyway, glad to glad to that you're on. How's things been with you during Welcome this whole time? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Anyway, no worries, no worries. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So yeah, man. I mean, how's things we've been with you in terms of remaining creative and obviously you doing your thing? You're a filmmaker, obviously, just like us. We, you know. So how do you how do you find the whole process right now? Well, lockdown was boy, it's it crazy. But like, um, I'd say it allowed me to kind of like focus on like what I need to do not that I wasn't focused or anything like that but it kind of gets you at a like focal point of what you need to do in terms of like your creativity so um so I'd say like it was it, it, it made me kind of like aware of like what where I need to go in terms of like my goals and stuff like that. So I see. yeah, I see, I see. And how, what what got you started into filmmaking, or what what did you do before? So for the audience, just tell us how, what was your journey like. What did, did you always was you always a filmmaker basically? Um, I was into a lot of creative stuff. Like I was, I was um, before I found out that I was like more into like film. I was. I was was into like drawing, illustration, huh. um, cartoons, like um, I was always, but I knew that like deep down I was like a storyteller in some way. I see. So like, um, yeah, I used to. Um, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to get into more illustration now because it kind of helps, you know, like getting your vision out there and stuff. I see. But um, yeah, like. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been doing. Um, how it how it came about was um, before um, before I went into like sixth form college, but that's where I went into and did like media studies. I, I found out later on down the line that I wanted to do get more into film. So yeah. Oh, okay. So I saw your trailer um, for Yes Man. Are you going to yeah. be previewing it at Genesis Cinema or what's your plans for that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that that is the plan. Um, just to explain like how I'm involved in that. I'm, I'm a, I was a second assistant director on the project. Mm. So um, the actual director, his name's... Um, Daniel um, Glenn Barber he's the writer and director of the film um, I know him personally so like he brought me on board this project and um, like I've worked on a previous project with him before and that's kind of like how we kind of um, collaborated together so yeah to answer your question like um, that that's the idea to preview it into so is he organizing um, it or are you all in kind of involved or we're 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 all kind of like chipping in in, in our own way like, yeah um i'm promoting it hard 
Like, we're trying to promote it as hard as I possibly can. He is doing. He, he has a very good um, team. Like, everyone is, like, promoting it in, 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 in their own way. And, like, um, so, yeah, it's kind of like a family, really. Yeah. Like, more than just, like, a team. But, yeah. So what's it like being, like, the assistant director? Is that eventually... Do you want to be like just a director by yourself or do you like working with other people and helping bring in their vision to life? Yeah, I like to like, yeah, that's my, that's kind of like what I'm already doing already. Like, cause I'm already like directing sh- my own short films, but some stuff that I've either written myself or oh, great. other writers as well. What's it called? But I just, what, sorry? What's it called? Your short film that you're currently writing? What's it called? Well, the, the short film that I'm currently working on right now is called Diminished. Was it, was it Diminished? Yeah, Diminished. Oh, so Diminished. Like, okay. Yeah, so it's like, a, um, it's a very short film. It's like, it's under 10 minutes. Okay, nice. And, and it's, it's about the homeless. Oh, nice. So okay. From, cool. from nice. the point of view of the homeless and like what they're struggling nice. with mm. and like, um, basically with that film it's just in the mind of like a young woman who's like on the street and like she's found by like a mad chance by like um someone who's like involved in investing and stuff and like once it's like a conversation like so it's a more mm. character driven kind of film so what prompted so, you to kind of make that film? Did anything prompt you to do it or is it something you've always wanted to do? Well, like, my cinematographer who's doing that film in particular, like, he um, he always wanted to do, like, a documentary on the homeless. Mm. So, like, um, he basically came up with that story and, like, how we work normally is, like, he would have, like, a story like a basic outline of the plot and like um i would try and basically rework the script or something or like rework the outline and basically push it in a direction that makes it better Mm. that's how we work in that kind of way he's very good when it comes to like visuals and that i i um we work in tandem together in order to basically materialize it in the best way possible so so was there like research involved or was it kind of a thing where you know you just kind of just kind of is is it fiction or well like um it was not yeah he did a little bit of research but me like from like experience in terms of like i've i've met people like on the street Okay. You know what I mean? That, like, were homeless and that. And, like, um, because, like, the work that I did was, I was, like, a promoter. I was doing, like, direct sales for, like, this um, um, club. And um, I, in the area that I'm in, I, I always come, I always meet them. Like, I always come across them. And one in particular, like, I just, you know, like, have well, asking had conversations. For money. Yeah, in that sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but it's like, because the thing is, is that what people don't realize is that 
these people, like, um, well, I'm pretty sure everyone knows it. They're, 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 they're just like us in every way. It's just, they're just put down into, like, Absolutely. unfortunate circumstances. Mm. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely, yeah. Like, I've, I've had conversations with some of these people and I uh, just, you'd be amazed to find, like, where they've come from. Mm. You know what I mean? So I've just based this slightly around that kind of experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a good it's a good point of view and it's a good perspective how you kind of do it in it because most people when they see a homeless person, they don't really know their journey. So I suppose the way you're doing it, you're writing this short film based on their journey, their vision, how they got there, what kind of you know because like normally when we see a homeless person we don't it's like they're not really seen. It's like they're kind of there, but we don't see them. We just see what's in front of us, which is like they're just homeless and they're begging for money. Some people have a perception of homeless people thinking, oh, you know what, drugs, alcohol, abuse. But they don't know the story behind it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of them yeah, could exactly. be drug-related. Yeah, gamble-related. Yeah, it's true. But they don't yeah, know the story. Some, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's the point of this film as well because it's like, it's just basically to kind of like turn it on, in, on its head and like um, get some their perspective like what it's like you know what I mean because yeah. it's like it's just imagine being in a very hopeless situation where it's like you're just forever dependent on those around you know yeah so I mean I suppose it's all what we can like with homeless people now obviously I'm sure it's increasing now with obviously the whole coronavirus people losing jobs and everything that's going on now, it kind of goes like no one, no one's safe. Like you could be here at one point, and next thing you could be down here. Like everyone has a tipping point. So it's like it's it's kind of crazy because you know not everything is down to them. Therefore, it could be circumstantial where they lose their job. You know they can't keep up with the rent payment. They get evicted, and next thing you know they're homeless. It's as simple as that. It can happen to anyone, and I suppose anyone can fall in that category. Like you know, what I'm saying I could be homeless. God forbid, touch wood, I don't. But you know, what I'm saying it, it can happen to anyone. So. It's, it's crazy and it's and, good that you're doing this. And, yeah, and that's, and that's the whole point. That's the reason why I'm doing it because it's like, it's just, just to highlight that it can happen to anybody, you know? Mm, yeah. You have, you, know. have you ever experienced homelessness or have, not homelessness, but have you ever experienced something like that yourself where you had financial difficulties and then you find yourself in a sticky situation yourself? Well, like, to be honest, you hasn't really like been in, like financial difficulty unless like you're well off you know but true, true. it's like I haven't been in those kind of like very dire moments but I've you know it's just it, it is and it is difficult and you know it's just like um, it's kind of like well one thing I can say is that like um, I've been in a situation where, like, um, <clears throat> like I've been in, like, a bereavement oh. situation, and, like, um, it's, in, in a sense of, like, you have to pay for, like, or help out with certain activities when it comes to, like, the funeral services and stuff like that, and, been out of pocket so yeah in that situation yeah 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 i mean 
it's it's it is tough. It is tough. So you know, especially now, given the whole lockdown, how are you currently working at the moment, or you just um, what what do you do on the side to? Well, currently, like I am because of this whole lockdown, I am currently out of work, mm. and um, but I'm looking to better myself in other ways, whether it be like this whole filmmaking stuff or like, um, I'm, I'm just right now, to be honest, I'm in the process of trying to <clears throat> establish my own business. Yeah. And that's because called L- I think that's, LD Studios. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. It's LD Studios. I wasn't going to make that public, but yeah, it's LD Studios. I do plan to like, um, launch like a YouTube channel later on down the year. Yeah. And um that's where <clears throat> my own content will be. Like I have another I have a I have another company as well that I work collaborative collab I work with like um a group of like creative individuals as well. And I like see. um some of some of the stuff that we've done, like um, it's called it's called um the Black Film Institute, and like we um we've done like podcasts yeah. like throughout the lot throughout the lockdown, yeah, under um this podcast channel called the Black Speakers Lounge, and we've interviewed quite a few like different people. So like um so it's like a it's kind of like a an agency but it's it's kind of more than just community led and stuff like that. So it's just designed to like um like educate people who are in the creative industry, like for example, actors, writers, filmmakers. I see. Stuff. I see. It's, so, a, yeah. it's a wicked idea. Was it so is it your establishment or you got a partner? Well, I'm I'm an active member in that um in that group. Okay. Like um so it's like um in fact I'm I'm one of like um I'm one of the company directors anyway, so yeah. I see. Nice. Nice, nice. So yeah, so I mean it is it's good that you've uh done that. What gave you the inspiration to start your own kind of production company? What was it that triggered what what was it that clicked for you that you thought, you know, let me I mean, I've always wanted to do something like that says a lot about me. Yep. And like um, the kind of um, ideas and imagination that I want to represent. Yeah. So it's like, I'm mainly because um, I've had experiences where it's like, you know, you, you try to, I'd say, probably do, like, the traditional route, like, um, you know, build up your craft and work with people and, like, try to get a job from, like, I don't know, like, Warner Brothers or something like that or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, you get to a point where it's, like, um, it's, like, 
what's going on? Like, is it me or like, how comes like they're not seeing what I can do kind of thing? Yeah. So I, I just thought like, forget it, just do your own thing and do your own, do what you want to take control, take creative control of like what you want. And then see whether or like, the audiences like it or not. Yeah. I, I definitely agree because that's kind of something like that's similar journey to how me and Paris started our own uh, production company, Fresh Media Productions, because when we graduated uni, this was back in 2017, um, feels yeah. like a long while ago now, we obviously studied film production. So when we finished, we thought, you know, we tried the basic route of trying to apply for these production companies, you know, Tiger Aspects, you know, BBC, all, all of that. The common ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just yeah. in general, yeah. So we tried, obviously, the application is long, as you know. Uh, you don't get course, back. Yeah. You, uh, you don't get. Ba- they don't get back to you, or they do with like. Unfortunately, as soon as you see that email and it starts with "unfortunately," I don't even read it. I already know. As soon as it's "unfortunately," I'm like, yeah, yeah, just delete that shit. So yeah, so then- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I've I've had it. I've yeah. had it. <laughs> I don't even open it. I just as soon as I see "unfortunately," I just delete the shit. I don't even open the thing. I already know what's going on. So I delete the yeah, thing. Yeah, you're now. just like yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah. boom, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and I'm a person like that. I don't like. I like I, I like nose because nose helps me it motivates me so when I do see the nose it motivates me but when I I don't like handouts so it's like it got to a point here where me and Paris was like fuck them let's do our own thing because I don't like handouts I don't like it's like me begging like put my hands out say look give me this chance at some point you will need yeah. someone to give you endorsements or a sponsorship or kind of like you know a handout but I like to say you know what like, create your own lane and then let people come in that well, let people come in that lane if, if that makes sense, rather than you try to jump in other people's lanes. So that's what me and Pierre said. You know, what, let's start our own thing, rather than wait for someone to give us an opportunity. That's it. Let's and I start think, our own thing, and then let's see what happens from there. I think that's yeah. the best way to do it because I think when we even left uni, like we were like most people, like we were applying for so many film production companies, which is fine and is perfectly normal. But then when you get how many no's can you get? Like, I'm the sort... Me and Chris, both of us, like, we're the sort of people, like, when you get, like, a handful of no's, you're like, why is this happening, number one? Number two, what can we do? Like, what can we do to kind of, like, make our situation better? You know, why don't... Like, eventually, it'll be so great if we can be competition to these other production companies. Like, no, like, even now, like, we get... Here and there, we get emails from people saying they want to do work experience with us. Like, it's mad because when we left uni, we were emailing these same people for work (laughs) experience. Now, we are getting the emails as production company saying, can I do some work experience with you? I've just left uni, etc. And it's so crazy. It just brought us back to our uni days. And, like, I'm happy that we chose the route that we did and you know personally obviously i'm not saying if a production company says can you come and do something for us i would happily do it but i personally but i personally will not apply for these people that's that's the point i was making is like for them to kind of see you you have to create your own lane as well but like you can't expect yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah that's the whole point because and and that's what i am doing what i'm doing i'm don't get wrong i'm still like even even if to be honest, I'll be honest with you. Like, to be honest, it's like, even if I was to go to, like, these big corporations, yeah, yeah. I still want to do my own thing. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's, because 
because I, because I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like I, I think it was like 2018. Yeah, 2018. I had the chance to. I'm bearing in mind. I have I have done like voluntary experience for like a number of different companies. Like mostly like editorial or um, media, mm-hmm. but. Like, um, one in particular was um, Universal Records, mm. Universal Music. So, like, um, I did a little bit of experience um, for, like, Polydor. Yeah, Polydor, yeah. Mm. And um, it was good. I loved it. You know what I mean? I loved being there, everything about it. <clears throat> but... To get accepted was a long process. It was a very intense process. Like, but I'm not even sure. Like, um, there's very few that could even get in. So, like, like um, I'm not even going to go into details of like the application process, but like, I just literally like had to kind of like break my neck to get in there basically mm. but so do, do you think that's just how they operate or do you think some people can get in through back doors do you reckon there's back doors for who you know and for you coming in fresh this is the long procedure do you reckon that that's how it was with them um i guess if i guess who you know like it does make a difference to an extent yeah but um you know like with some companies it's like even though you know someone Mm. it's it's like um which is hence the reason why some of these applications it's like they make a point of like are you related to someone that is such and such in the company yeah so i guess i'd say they would kind of cut down some of like the nepotism aspect of it to a degree but um i'd say it's an added bonus let's put it like that yeah i would say so too yeah definitely i would i would say if you know someone you can there is some sort of element of back back road that you can take rather than take the long procedures like like what you went through with the whole long application because mostly all these applications are very long they're just some of the stuff is like it's the questions they ask you and just everything is very long it feels like work within itself you know you have to do a lot of typing you know so it is it is very long-winded and then by the and time it's you... like that for a reason yeah it's like that for a reason like part part of the reason that i would say is that because i like because i've spoke to like um a couple of um people that work these agencies is that you said part of the reason why they do that is so that to also like cut down on the inundation of like the applications as well. The amount of applications they get. Yeah. yeah? It's part of it. Makes and sense. another reason as well is to basically shortlist who they want. Mm. So that's it's like that for a reason, and um, it's also kind of like put you off. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mm. I, I, I get the sense. Yeah, I do get the sense that, yeah, they make it long so to put you off and obviously only the serious ones applies. But then even though, because it's happened to me, you know, you do the whole long application and you still hear no. It's like, it's not, it's not one of those jobs like indeed where you just hit apply 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 and then just see what happens you know yeah <laughs> it's them ones you have to put thought into it you have to it's not something it will take you at least one application will take you at least 30 to 40 minutes you know what i'm saying depending because you have to really read the questions and make sure you know you apply yourself to it it's not something like upload your cv first thing last thing email address phone number bank apply it's not as simple as yeah. that <laughs> you know what i'm saying it feels like that no, yeah. yeah 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 so that's Definitely. that's probably that's probably what the the reason is. So yeah. So obviously, given what's going on now, so have you? Are you currently working on anything at the moment? You got anything um, that you about to drop or release? Well, yes, man. It should be coming out in March. Um, March. I'm not sure the exact date, but um, I have to speak to like um, they're, they're working out some things with that. So like in terms of like the whole distribution and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. But um, at some point, it will drop on Amazon Prime as well. Nice. I'm not Great sure stuff. when, but it should, it should be, should be like, like after, like it releases. But, um, yeah, um, I am working on um, some projects with the Black Film Institute. Um <clears throat> And obviously, I'm working on this diminished short film. And, um, but there's another, like, feature I'm working on. I can't really say too much about sure, it, but sure. it mm. is, um, something that I've, um, developed with, like, um, another director. I'm the co-writer of it. And, um, direct, the director's name, her name's, um, Lola Atkins. And, um, yeah, we it's a it's a psychological sci-fi thriller. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, so that's one genre um, I haven't touched. The sci-fi. Sci-fi, yeah. Sci-fi is a bit. It's, this is very, it's, it's good. Yeah, technical. It has, it's it good. Has, yeah, it has um, sci-fi elements in it. Oh, I see. But like, um, it's more of a psychological thriller. Mm. So, okay. yeah, because um, we did. We did. Um, it just ended up being that way because um, it just works for what it what we're trying to accomplish. So, yeah. So, what's your socials anyway? Um, how can people find you on social media? What can they do to follow you? Your YouTube shout shout it out. Yeah, my people can get on me on Twitter. It's um, little J underscore Canes. It's L I L D R E underscore c-a-i-n-s um they can get at me on um instagram it's ld studios underscore and um yeah so they can get on me on that and um i'm on tumblr as well uh, andre fox so yeah all right guys if you're listening make sure you go follow him see all his projects his future projects his past projects just go and follow that yeah man anyways we'd like to thank you so much for coming on the podcast it was, it was great having you on no oh, thank so you for coming on in it means a lot that's fine that's all right no worries then obviously and we'd also like to thank the listeners as well for tuning in every week every sunday 
at 5pm you can listen to our podcast on Spotify Apple Podcasts these are and follow our Instagram Fresh Media Productions and Fresh Media Presents and follow our Facebook on Fresh Media Productions